It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car questions, car problems. But today, we have a special show planned for us today. We are broadcasting live from Cycles 128, and we're up in their museum. Up on the second floor of the building, there's a museum. And we're going to be up here. We're going to be talking to the owner, and uh, we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's here, his... uh, uh, you know, what he likes about cars, what he doesn't like about motorcycles, what he likes about bicycles. He's got, he's got a phenomenal collection of cars that are here. We're going to try to put it on, maybe we'll try to get Facebook Live up and running as well. So if you follow me on Facebook, and remember, you can always listen online. Uh, a good way, always a good way to listen is, is online on North Shore 1049 on the app. So tap the app, do all those kind of things, and, uh, We'll have a we'll have a good time. This is this is a phenomenal place. Um, the more I look, the more I see, and that's what's kind of fun about it. It is um, it is just it's. I keep looking around. I keep seeing more stuff, and uh, have a seat, relax. It's your place. All right, yeah. So, uh, um, well, why don't we why don't we have you introduce have a little sip. First, so, so you can, so you're ready, I'm and we're, we're live and on air. We're live and on air, just like that. Get a little closer to the microphone. Don't be, don't be sure. shy about the microphone. Okay. Okay, and um, and I'll get yelled at back at the station if you don't sound good. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, first off, introduce yourself. I'm uh, Rob Serendolo from Cycles 128 in Beverly, Mass, and. Sitting inside of our dream come true called the Cycles Classic Cafe Museum in Beverly. And how long have you owned Cycles 128? My dad um, has been in the business since 1969, which was a very good year. And we came to Beverly in 1975. So okay. we've been in the industry since 69, but Beverly since 1975. And what do you sell? Um, at Cycles, originally, uh, this was a, a Yamaha, Honda, and Triumph dealership yep. back in the day called King's Rook Cycles or King's Rook Honda. Okay. And uh, so we still sell Honda, number yep. one. Yep. Uh, we still sell Yamaha, um, and we are selling Suzuki and uh, also a brand called Kimco. And then over the years, we built a European division uh, kicking off with Triumph, which is really our number one European brand, Triumph Motorcycle. Yep. So we brought Triumph back to Beverly. Uh, we also have Ducati, uh, that's from Italy. We have MV Augusta, which is also from Italy, and a, a wonderful Highline brand called KTM from Austria. Oh, okay, yeah, KTM's been around for a long, long time. Yes, they have. Yeah, and um, I'm a South Shore guy, so there is uh, Dunbar down on the South Shore. That, yeah, Tommy's yep, a good friend of yep, ours. We've yep. known Tom for a yeah, while. Yeah, I, I bet because you guys all kind of work together. And It's a small bit. You know, they say where everyone, uh, it's 12 uh, degrees from uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So, in meaning, if you have one person in the motorcycling industry, uh, there's only 12 of us. Yeah. Out of the 12, we all know someone. Yeah. 
And the and and some of the brands you have, like you said, Ducati and Triumph, and um, you know, you know, fabulous motorcycles. And I'm, I guess I have a motorcycle license, but I'm not really a motorcycle rider. But there was a guy, and he still. He, I, I'm a little bit jealous because I don't know that he's ever really worked a real job in his life. A, a guy by the name of Dale Quarterly. Oh, I've uh, known Dale. Yeah, for yeah, years. yeah, yeah. And and great. I I actually used to do some work for his father Herb once in a while. Yeah. And uh, you know Dale Dale was kind of fun because um, you know he started off racing go karts and then he was racing motorcycles then he was racing Ducatis and I had. He had his Ducati in the shop one day, and I said to him, can I just take that for a ride? And I don't know if I came back scared or thrilled. Um, and, oh. yeah, yeah, it was it was a pretty phenomenal motorcycle. And um, I think that was the time he might have been working for, um, what's his name, Farachi? Uh, yes. Yeah. And fast by Farachi. Fast by Farachi, yeah. yeah. And, and even when he was... Um, when he was uh, sponsored by the the, the uh, guy who invented the teenage mutant ninja turtles, ah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, that was kind of a funny story because Dale was out at a motorcycle race and he was riding a ninja, and some kids came by and said, "Ninja, that's just like that's like the turtles." And he all of a sudden a light bulb went off and he said, "I wonder if they like motorcycles." And all of a sudden, they became a sponsor. So you're you're right. It is kind of a it is kind of a a, a small world when it comes to that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, and it makes it makes it real interesting. Um, so you've been you've been in this business for a long time, and you know, as I'm looking around, before you started the museum, I'm guessing all this stuff was somewhere. You must have had it hidden away somewhere, getting ready to do this. Hidden, as uh, the story goes, uh, and people who come to visit our museum, there are there's a little area called the back room. Oh, okay. And the back room was formerly the classroom to the motorcycle safe riding school. Oh, okay. So as we built, and we the school was still up and running. We've been teaching people how to ride motorcycles since 1980 through the motorcycle safe riding school. Uh, we were actually one of the first in the country. Very proud of that. Uh, we have an outside classroom and virtual classrooms now. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's been very efficient. Uh, so I converted the classroom into a back room. Okay. And in that back room, um, the collection starts off with my first tricycle, my first push scooter, my first uh, bicycle, my first pedal car, and I also have my first mini bike. So, okay. And those were all in the 60s, Santa Claus and my parents uh, or myself have, uh, I saved everything. And um, so the rest of it, as you look through here, I'm going to say approximately 50 pieces have come into the museum that we've decided to keep starting in 1975. There's a, a Honda over here, a 1964, a 1965 Honda 50 with a step-through frame I found in the basement here uh. at King's Rook Cycle. So I was about 14 years yep. old. And uh, that, we, by the way, that may have been the first motorcycle I've ever, I ever a lot rode. Of people yeah. say that. Yeah. You meet the nicest people <laughs> yeah. on a Honda. Yeah. That's that was actually it. what yeah. that one says. Yeah. And it was, it's in the exact condition I saw it uh, in 1974, 75. I did do a seat cover. Uh, so that's like officially my first pick. Okay. Meaning the yep. one that yep. was here. All right. Um, and uh, that happened to be here. The rest of it, every single piece came through the door. We didn't go looking for a single one of these. Not okay. one. Really? Every single one of these motorcycles or scooters or in the back room, even bicycles 
and mopeds, which I have a passion for both scooters and mopeds as well. I could tell. We'll talk about that um, in a little bit. But uh, they all walked through the door, either a trade-in, someone wanted a home for their baby. They uh, noticed that we had a passion for this, both for riding them, yep. collecting them eventually, working on them. I'm a certified Vespa technician. I went to Vespa uh, Training uh, Academy in California. And so this is... Um, and my family was uh, into it uh, with the BMW motorcycles of Cambridge and Harvard Square. There's a lot of history yep. with my family and in the industry. BMW and Vespa, these German and Italian motorcycles and scooters are in our blood. And so when Honda came around, um, it was just, it all opened up. Yep. And so um, uh, this is every bit of what you're seeing is came through the door. Uh, interesting. You're going to see a lot of cans and signs here as well. We didn't have a single one. Really? Not one. Oh, okay. This happened during COVID. So after 40 years of collecting motorcycles and scooters, and we didn't have them in the basement or in the out. We yep. always kept them out, but they were all over the place, and they were kind of in the way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially for some of the management who wants to actually, uh, you know, uh, uh, earn a living here and, and sell things. Uh, everything in this museum, one of our themes, Away is it's a sorry not for sale. Sorry so not for sale. Separated this as a, uh, it will eventually be a 501c3 yep. nonprofit. I'd like to affiliate with the Lars Anderson, even the Smithsonian, so that this is going to be soon uh, a legitimate 501 okay. nonprofit. Yep. So the motorcycle and the cans and the signs and some of the decorations, I went out and picked the. May, June, and July of last year. Oh, okay. And uh, how much of everything. everything? Everything. This is a running museum. Every single, this is the mission. Yep. This classic cafe, one of many missions here, um, that these all run. We uh, have a team, a wonderful team of uh, mechanics and contributors and volunteers who all of these running, including myself. Yep. And so this is our operating running museum. So pretty much anything here, you could put a key in it, pretty kick, much. It, kick it over. Ten of these start up right now as we're sitting here. Uh, we're probably going to have a couple uh, that will start up the night of our grand opening okay. this Thursday. All right. Uh, which is uh, an after-hours event with the Beverly Chamber of Commerce at 6 o'clock Thursday the 30th. Um, we have a few of these that will just kick right over. Every single one of these within less than an hour or half an hour or just a little gasoline yep. and a battery charge, and some of them don't need that, but boom. I yep. can get any of these going in 10 minutes to 30 minutes. Okay, so that's what I think that's what sets you apart. And I, I guess more and more museums are doing that. I know down in Sandwich at the Heritage Museum, they have a beautiful collection of cars down there, but for the longest time, none of them ran. They would just, they would just kind of put away... Um, yeah. dry and over the years same kind of thing volunteers have been trying to get everything up and running um, uh, uh, an old friend of mine his family owned the Wells Auto Museum up in Wells Maine mm -hmm. and his father who passed away years ago who I think lived to be 90 something um, worked on the cars all the time and he said he said to me one day he said everything in here can run yeah. he said he said you know and he had a, he had one he had an old Harley, probably like a 1908-something, eight or something. He said, even that, he said, he said, I wouldn't ride it far because the tires are, you know, 75 years old, 
but uh, he said, you know, everything everything runs. And when I hear that, it just makes me mm. that much more interested about, um, you know, the, the the idea that they're not just art on display. You know, uh, that is the wave of the future, in a sense. We've been above and ahead of the curve for over 30 years, 40 yep. years, actually. Yep. Uh, we've not had very many of these sit. If we do, there's a word we call, we pickle them. And we oh, preserve yep. them yep. appropriately for museums. So they're pickled, not put away dry. Right. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're preserving them. Yeah. And so even if you pickle something for five or ten years, as an example, not that we intend to. Yeah. Every one of these machines are all on rotation. So we go through every one of them uh, regularly. Yeah. Uh, that being said, there's a few that have been pickled, and because we pickled appropriately, yep. uh, we could and we, uh, you know, we could get them up and running instead of 30 minutes. It took maybe an hour. Yeah. Uh, but that would be it. And of course, we even preserve the tires, the rubbers, the gaskets, all of the sheets, the cables, that kind of thing, so that we're we're maintaining these yeah. right along. And and once you have a passion for this, it's like they're like your they're like your kids. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Uh, and so you take care of them, and you you really I don't want to say love them, but you really uh, yeah. Give them so respect. so would you call yourself more of a collector or a preservationist? Both, um, um, and uh, both. I'm yeah. going to say uh, I, the passion we have, and I'm going to say I have yeah. for, for this is it goes it, it, every single aspect yeah. of a motorcycling. Which, by the way, it's really more than motorcycling, uh, as we discussed a little earlier. This whole industry came from a very very uh, basic roots and the roots of uh, motorcycling as an example um, as I said in a video that we did a commercial uh, for the Cabot Theater is that a motorcycle is a combination of a bicycle and an airplane when you take an airplane engine yeah and mount it on a bicycle and I can show you two or three specific motorcycles in here BMW being one of them yeah. that engine is an open cockpit biplane engine. It's a horizontally opposed twin cylinder yep. on a BMW. Yep. We have the predecessor to BMW here, which is Douglas. Oh, I didn't Douglas know that. Aircraft. Okay, all right. So there's, uh, when you take an airplane engine and put it on a bicycle, that's as close as you're going to get to flying and still be on the ground. The Wright brothers, what did they do? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they invented but, flight. They what? were the first ones. But what did they do? They, they were they were bicycle makers. They were b bicycle. Yeah, yeah, they ran a bicycle yep. shop. Yeah. So there it is. There's your combination. So when you look at a motorcycle or a scooter or a moped, by the way, at the turn of the century, and we have a few motorcycles here that have pedals still on them. 1907 Merkel light. We have in uh, in the back room. We'll bring it out for the museum. Yep. It's a very, very special motorcycle from 1907. It's literally the oldest motorcycle that I've ever seen. Yep. Um, it will run. We haven't got that one up and yep. running. It's actually one that isn't running. Uh, we're preserving this for a gentleman uh, uh, who has allowed us to curate it on his behalf. Okay. We hope that it comes to the museum permanently. Anyway, it has pedals on it. Yep. And um, so... There's a history here that if, it's hard to explain, but I actually love the whole thing. I love tricycles, I love bicycles and mopeds. Well, you know, I, the uh, the room that is sort of behind the, the neon sign that says Classic Cafe Museum, um, that 
that room, that's your bicycle room. That's There's, a bicycle room. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, I don't want to, I'll use the term. Yeah, we call yeah. it the gateway drug. Okay. So when people walk into the back room, <laughs> yeah. they're going to see tricycles and bicycles yeah. and mopeds and scooters and pedal cars. Yeah. Okay. And we also have a picnic table in there with 10 chairs and a video monitor. We're going to eventually, and we do training in there. Yeah. I'm going to have training seminars for kids. So we're going to have local neighborhood kids from the school, from the grammar school. Yeah. Who can come in and I'm going to teach them how to change a flat, how to fix a chain, how to spoke up a wheel, how to how to grease stuff, and we want them to get dirty back there. I'm going to have a little shop area for okay. them. We're going to teach little kids how to work with their hands, just basic bicycle repair. What a great idea! Because I mean, you know, I, I'm involved with half a dozen different Votech schools, and a lot of the Votech schools today are like, you know, the kids come in. And you hand them a screwdriver, and they don't know what to do with it. No. Because when they were younger, they never fixed their bikes. Right. You know, their bike broke, and they just, parents bought them a new one. And different than when I was a kid, maybe because, you know, my my father was a working-class guy, my mother stayed home, and when your bike broke, you fixed it, because if you didn't, you didn't ride it anymore. Right. So, you know, so you just kind of get used to it. And at the same time, you're like, oh, how about if I take the fenders off? Or how about if I put a different seat on? Or how about if I, you know, modified it somehow? And probably not to my parents' liking, but yeah. And I noticed you have a pretty unique Schwinn bike out there with the, uh, with the, uh, with the shifter in the middle. We do. Uh, yeah. And that was, that was, uh, you, you had to be pretty affluent to own that bicycle when well, they came out. Those were coming out a little bit. A I little suppose. bit. Yeah. There were single speed uh, Schwinns. Uh, that were uh, just yep. no gear, yep. no, no yep. stick shift. No but, stick shift. Uh, with that era from 1970, really, 69, but 70, yeah. 71, yep. 72, they were really mimicking uh, some of the muscle cars right. of the right. day. Right, right, yeah. And you know yeah. this. And yeah. Schwinn uh, was really one of the leaders. But also Raleigh, right next I, to I Schwinn. have never seen the Raleigh before. That's that is a one. very Gold unique, yeah. Raleigh with a sparkle white banana seat with a five-speed. Five-speed, yeah. I was, I was pretty impressed. Two-speed stick shift yep. and a three-speed stick shift, combining it to a five-speed with two double stick shifts on a bicycle. Yeah. So, no, and a slick tire, by the way, on the back. Cool. <laughs> no, that, 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 I saw that, and I'm like, oh, you don't see these very often. And, That's a and yeah, and that, that, just the idea. And, and even looking at the, at the oil cans, I'll let you know that, you know, you have a Quaker State oil can with an oil spout in it. And I think I was cleaning my shed out a, couple weeks ago and uh and i threw i threw out that oil spout you know because it's like what, what am i going to do with that so yeah hang yeah it on the wall yeah. and hang it and, yeah. and bring it to the psychos classic cafe yeah yeah and we'll put it on, the <laughs> put it on display yeah yeah so this uh it's just again for people that are gonna you know gonna come in here and look around um you know there's there's a there's a lot there's a lot of interesting stuff in here and um you know, it's 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 just going to be fun. We're going to take a we're going to take a couple minute break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with George Kennedy, um, and uh, you know, chit chat with him a little bit. He's also a big uh, Lars Anderson supporter. He uh, he's one of the people that puts together their magazine they're doing now. So yeah. so we'll uh, we'll talk to him when we come back. Why don't we take a quick break? We're broadcasting live from Cycles 128 Classic Cafe Museum, and uh, it is a fantastic place. You need to come in. You need to check it out. It is There is some great stuff here. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. We'll be right back.
Buying a used car can be frustrating. Where do you go? Who do you trust? And who has the best price? We understand your concerns and anxiety at Michaud Mitsubishi and Danvers. We have used vehicles in stock, fully reconditioned with a warranty. We're a family-run dealership with 10 service bags. Dad, what does that mean? That means you can buy a used vehicle with confidence and we back it with a warranty. If you don't like the vehicle, bring it back within 30 days. We'll exchange it for another one of equal value. Everyone has their favorite breakfast spot. We want to be your favorite used car spot. We guarantee the best price, guarantee our vehicles are serviced, and we give you a warranty. We take care of our veterans, our local community, and we'll take care of you. My name's Kevin Michaud. I guarantee it. We are your feel-good dealer. Michaud Mitsubishi. on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, aaa.com slash join. Do you believe in ghosts? Haunted Footsteps Ghost Tours will take you through Salem streets and alleys on a lantern-lit stroll as costume guides resurrect Salem's dark past. I'm Giovanni Alabizo of Salem Historical Tours inviting you to sign up for one of our several daily tours. Learn about the 1692 witchcraft trials. Visit significant historical sites, including the witch house, the sheriff's location, and more. Check out our gift shop. Visit SalemHistoricalTours.com today. Join me, Joe Piantidosi, for the first Saturday of fall. This coming Saturday morning, 11 a.m. for Breaking Bread, where my guests will include comedian Dave Russo. That's Breaking Bread this Saturday morning, 11 a.m., right here on North Shore 1049. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems. Rob, have a seat. Sit down still. We're going we're gonna to keep you here the whole hour, so, just so you know. Oh, just good. So, just, uh, just so you know, whether you, you know, whether you want to or not, you know, you're going to stay here for the whole uh, hour. So Talking about uh, the Cycles yeah, Classic Cafe yeah. Museum. Our dream come true. Your dream come true. Hey, um, put those headphones on for oh, me okay. so you can, I think you should be able to hear George Kennedy. Let's see if uh, let's see if George Kennedy's on the phone with us. George, good, good morning. morning. Hey, how's things? Good. Hey, we're good. here at Cycles One Twenty Eight, and Rob, the owner, is a big supporter of Lars Anderson. In fact, he wants to try to somehow partner um, the the cafe and the Lars Anderson together. So, well, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going on with uh, our executive director Sheldon Steele, who does a great job over there. And yep. that oh, you know, Sheldon I've has... only just seen pictures of the the cafe online, and it looks really cool. Um, I love all of the the mechanic stuff, the Quaker State bottles, like that. There's a part of Lars Anderson. Uh, there's a shop area that has like a, a, a small, a much smaller version of that with like Dino Fuel and all those other old uh, out of fade. Um, 
oil companies and stuff like that. It's a really cool place, and I can't wait to get down there myself. And, George, um, you were saying when we were talking earlier that um, one of the first photo shoots you ever did was European motorcycles, right? Yeah, that's right. I used to work for a video production company, and uh, we were on site filming a vintage uh, motor car and motorcycle event up at Loudoun where they use the road tours. And I don't know if anybody's ever been up there for a road race, but they actually use the RV road. Uh, that's, that's, you know, you get off the track and get out to the RV part and then re-enter the track. And we were looking at, like, you know, old Indians, uh, Vincent sidecar motorcycles. And what was really interesting is that when you exit from the RV part of the track to the actual oval, there's, like, a like double change in tarmac. And so watching these motorcycles, you know, some of them, you know, 90 years old, negotiate that change in tarmac was pretty pretty interesting to say the least i bet it was and i think uh, i'm guessing rob is that runner behind me on the tv it is yeah we have some footage from uh, the 60s and 70s that uh, is running all the time here at uh, cycles uh, museum and uh, yeah that's original footage that you see yeah so that that makes it kind of interesting one of the other reasons i wanted to have you on the show today and it doesn't happen all the time but um you and i drove the same test car in the past month or so ago and i wanted to get your views on it um because i don't know if i have i I don't know if i have a slightly jaded view on it or not so and this was a 2021 mercedes s-class um probably one of the nicest sedans i've been in in a long time but what was your view on the car I, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, when we talk about, say, like a Tesla, for example, how different that is from driving a typical car, I almost got the same feeling driving this car, that it was different. It's a different experience than driving any other car on the road. There's just this, like, even though it's a twin-turbo V8 hybrid, you get this, like, V12-level swell to it. The way that you interact with the infotainment system, the touchscreen, Everything down to the fact that like, the instrument panel is, you know, 3D. All of these experiences, it's incredibly like a supple ride. It's got four-wheel steering, so it corners and kind of gets in and out of parking spots better than any car its size should. So, like, every little piece of it is different in an elevated sense from other cars on the road today. You mentioned the infotainment system, the thing that I've been swearing at for the last four days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, you know, I always say test drive the tech. So if you're yep. in the market for a car, go and play around with that touchscreen because let's face it, it's not optional anymore. You know, even the most right. affordable Toyota Camry comes standard with it. And what I, what was, you know, what I don't love is when the tech takes over. So the center console on this one is almost entirely a touchscreen with a couple haptic controllers. Haptic being sort of like the buttons on like your microwave yeah. down at the bottom. Uh, so they do a decent job. So the screen is so big that like the, the nav system is the top half of it. And then the, the bottom half is your climate controls and whatnot. Uh, I prefer them to be hard buttons, but as far as having it be completely touch screen, they do as, you know, a better job than say like a Tesla does with it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was interesting, but like I still want to be able to have a knob to turn the radio volume up and down. I want to have a knob so to change radio stations. That's a big thing that I I always advocate for is even if you're going for the full tech-heavy scenario, you know, there's got to be, uh, at the very least, a volume knob and hopefully a tuning dial as well. Instead, 
they have a little thing where you drag your finger. And I mean, that was on the like the 2013 to 2017 Honda Civic, and people killed that car for that feature to the yeah. point where Honda brought back the dial. So I never like seeing where you know it almost feels like they don't go out and real world te- world real world test these vehicles sometimes. Yeah, I know it was that was a little that was a little frustrating, but it's amazing how a car that big, that heavy handles and uh and performs as well as it does. It is uh, I don't know, would you put it up in the Bentley class? It's like it's just it's just knocking on the door and and what puts it over the edge is they have within uh, the S-Class brand, they have the Maybach sub-brand. So Maybach used to be its own separate, like, elevated luxury above Mercedes, didn't do so well, and now they're basically offering the Maybach as a super well-equipped version of the S-Class. That, I think, it starts to cross over into Bentley territory. Yeah, yeah, it is It is certainly that's the case, but um, I don't think I've been in a car with as comfortable as seats. Um, oh, it is it is a it is a car that could be chauffeur driven, I suppose, based on the back seats. Uh, just a, a pretty pretty phenomenal car, but also just a little bit a little bit uh, you know I, I, you know some of it I loved, some of it I didn't. It was kind of funny. So yeah, well, you it know was, it's, it it's a funny bit when it comes to things like you know the fact that changing a radio station or whatever is just different from every other car. I remember being at an auto show about five six years ago and talking to one of the a rep from one of the luxury brands and be like why why do you have the shifter different from everybody else this may have been bmw yeah why is the shifter yeah. you know unnecessarily complicated what he said is that you know these luxury brands want to have almost a secret handshake quote unquote with the driver and there's a almost under like a subconscious level of, of elitism to hey if somebody has to borrow this car you have to teach them how to use it right <laughs> Uh, we're t- we're taking pictures right now at the same time. Hey, if you had to if you yeah. had to look if you had to look around this museum, if you had to look around this museum, there's there's a couple of there's a couple of motorcycles. There's there's a Triumph that's sitting here that I, I don't know. It's something I've never seen. Rob, what is that right behind? That's us? a 1957 Triumph T3A bathtub Triumph. That's called the bathtub. Triumph. It was the first production year that they put cladding and bodywork under the seat. Um, additionally, it has a rack on the fuel tank, very, very unusual. Yeah. And the best and most beautiful instrument cluster built into the headlight. Uh, oh, first production year, 1969. Okay. Uh, Firebird Scrambler. Um, one of uh, uh, under 10 known to exist in that kind of condition. It's number two in the country. Uh, it's taken first place uh, a number of times at the Lars and at Misslewood. This was built and restored by Bob Fuller. Um, uh, uh, Bob Fuller was one of our general managers at uh, Parkway Cycle. And um, Bob and I have been together in business for over uh, 35 years. Sadly, Bob has uh, recently passed away, and so we were very, very fortunate to have this motorcycle here it is the second nicest triumph bsa scrambler 1969 in the country so uh so george are you a motorcycle guy um i'll tell george? you what i i appreciate them and i love the history i when i was 16 uh i tried to ride my friend's honda cbr got to the end of the block and realized it was not for me <laughs> 
There, there, there you go. There you go. But I know you're a history guy, so I think you yeah. would love coming up here and looking at the looking at the history. And the other one of our friends is Craig Fitzgerald, who's a Vespa guy. If he came up here, I, he would lose his mind. And you guys may have touched on it earlier, but what is that? The red car that is there, the, the red micro car. Biff, what are you doing to poor George? Yeah, we're going in and out here, so I'm losing him. Um, we're losing the connection with Houston, therefore I'm losing the connection with him. Oh. Yeah. He's still there, yeah. George. You there, okay. George? You there? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, Can you guys hear George, me? you're still there? You're still? Yep. Yep. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, so, um, there, you, there you go. So, uh, so this morning, George, I sat in uh, Rob's Vespa. Well, well we're... Seem to be seem to be losing George here for some right. reason. Well, so why don't I want we, to thank George for taking the little time. Yeah. And why, why don't we do this, John? All right. Why don't we take a little? You break? tell me what to do. We take a little break and see if we can get the bugs out of this line. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll do that. Well, tell tell George thank you very much for his time, and we'll uh, we'll talk to him again later. Definitely. All right. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore One. Pumpkins are everywhere and the leaves are starting to fall. North Shore 1049 wants to say thank you to all the great teachers that not only grow the minds of our kids and grandkids, but are the backbone of the community with a North Shore 1049 Welcome Back gift pack. Nominate a deserving teacher and tell us why they're so great. We'll pick out 10 deserving teachers and give them a Welcome Back gift pack filled with items or gift certificates like Elizabeth Grady, Ray Bork's Tresco Restaurant in the North End, and some of his famous Tresco tomato sauce, Ghibli's Fine Menswear in Danvers, Apples from Brooksby Farm in Edible arrangements, heavenly donuts, and those giant gourmet peanut butter cups from CB Stuffer. All entries must be in by Monday, September 27th. We'll begin announcing winning teachers on Tuesday, September 28th. When to your favorite teacher, just go to NorthShore1049.com. Click on the contest page. Picture this. You're cleaning up your yard and you need a new yard tool. A 40-pound bag of compost, a wheelbarrow, or weed and insect killers. Did you know that you can order Building Center of Gloucester products online and they will have it ready for curbside pickup? Visit BC gloucester.com any time of day for an online product summary that details barbecue grills, painting supplies, mowers, mulch, and so much more. The building center will have what you want available when you need it for curbside pickup. Online ordering can save you time. Visit bcgloucester.com to get started. Gather your best friends and get ready to laugh when Bill Haney's North Shore Music Theater presents the international sensation Mamma Mia! You are The guaranteed Dancing in the Isles Get Happy musical. 
featuring 20 of ABBA's greatest hits woven into one mega-hit Broadway show about a daughter's dream, a mother's secret, and a trip down the aisle you will never forget. Live on stage at North Shore Music Theater from October 5th through October 17th only. Everyone will be having the time of their lives, and you will too. Get your tickets today at nsmt.org. America's oldest fair is back, and it's better than ever. The Topsfield Fair, October 1st through the 11th. Check out the amazing lineup of concerts featuring Frankie Avalon, 38 Special, Bill Vassar, Tony Orlando, voice contestant Andrew Marshall, Colin Jamison of American Eye. Plus, enjoy mouth-watering food, exciting rides, the Demolition Derby, the Giant Pumpkin, and more. Don't miss the Topsfield Fair, October 1st through the 11th. Visit topsfieldfair.org for more details and the full concert schedule. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Eisenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore, 1049 forecast, serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Lots of clouds around today, a little peekaboo sun. There might be a sprinkle. It'll be 68 to 74. Rain comes in overnight, those in the upper 50s. The rain will end tomorrow morning, then some clouds will take hold. It'll be a cool, dry afternoon near 70. Monday, partly cloudy. It'll be near 70. No big storms in sight. With a forecast being brought to you by good friends at the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering, curbside pickup, and delivery through local delivery companies. Call the Berry Tavern, 978-777-2377. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems. Sorry about any little technical difficulties where I guess being in a building with a metal roof probably isn't helping either. So that's yeah, a, that's, we do have a little bit of interference. <laughs> yeah, that, that could that could be a little bit of a problem. And we're we're on a Wi-Fi hotspot, which um, I did on purpose because I figured it would be clearer that way. But uh, so I apologize to anybody who's uh, who's trying to listen, and uh, we'll we'll try to we'll try to work our way through it here and and talk about you know kind of what's going on here i want to talk more about the museums here with rob and uh first off the um actual grand opening is what so our official grand opening is this thursday september 30th after hours from 6 to 9 p.m uh sponsored by the greater beverly chamber of commerce and okay. it's being fully catered by rosetti italian restaurant right next door to us here on brimble Avenue, beverly uh, we also have a live DJ with Barron's Whitfield will be our DJ that evening. Barron's Whitfield of the old Barron's Whitfield and the Destroyers? Yeah, Barron's Whitfield and the Savages. Savages, Savages, that's right. So Barron's will be here that evening that's, as well. That's pretty phenomenal. That just is in phenomenal. There. Yeah, 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 we've been friends for many, many years. We love Barron's. Um, also, we have a special guest, uh, Mayor Michael Cahill will be oh, here okay. uh, at about 6.30 to actually cut the ribbon. Uh, so, um, again, a dream come true, and our official grand opening is uh, this Thursday, September 30th at 6 p.m. It is open to the public. It is free admission, and all are welcome. Um, so we're, we're prepared to have a wonderful evening that night. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it's going to be a really good time, and the idea that it, 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 is, it is such a great space. Now, in your plans here, do you ever think about using a space for 
like private parties or anything too? Or? Yes, uh, we have the back room which we talked about yep. a little yep. bit. We'll have training back there, a little picnic table back there. I'm gonna have a mechanic station so we can train. But no, this space can become available for events. Uh, we have a local riding club called the Essex County Airheads. It's one of a few local motorcycle clubs and riding clubs. Um, who can utilize the space to meet and greet and use the space for that. It's always uh, free admission here, always yep. uh, free of charge. They just have to coordinate yep. that. Um, could, we, I hit, could I have my wife's birthday party here? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, the answer would be yes. Eventually, we could provide it for that type of activity. However, we'd like to keep the museum um, affiliated with motorcycles. Yeah. So this is really a, a, a motorcycle. It's a free motorcycle museum. Even though there's bicycles in here, that's more for the history, mopeds, scooters. But one of the signs we made out front is free motorcycle museum. Right. Right. So everything we'd like to do is related to the uh, uh, motorcycle. She had a Kawasaki 100 once. <laughs> that, that would somewhat qualify. Yeah. One of the things we hope to do in the future, and we've mentioned this in our commercial, is eventually we're going to have a food and coffee aspect to the cafe. Yeah. It is called Cycles Classic Cafe. Downstairs we have a little coffee section, but eventually we would like to put um, a little a cafe in here so there'll be a food and coffee aspect yeah. to what we're doing. A mini diner or a zero-mile diner, little stools. Yeah and little uh, crumpets and, yeah. and sandwiches uh, in the future. Yeah, I, I remember years ago, probably 20 years ago now, there was a guy down in Providence, Rhode Island, that started restoring Vespas, and they was, he was importing the Indian Vespa, the Bajaj. Yes, Bajaj, yeah. 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 And, uh, and he... he uh, he turned it kind of into a cappuccino espresso bar, and I think he ended up. I think he ended up more focused on cappuccino and espresso than scooters. It but can go that yeah, way sometimes yeah, in yeah. Italy uh, and in Europe and all over the world. Actually, scooters are, are uh, insanely popular, but also the whole idea of a cafe, um, having coffee involved with your motorcycling yeah. and or scooter riding. Yeah. So. It's a, just a social uh, aspect yep. of uh, what we're doing yep. up here. And, and some motorcycle shops have turned, started a whole business with with um, with restaurants and cafes as part of their part of their shops, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. It has been done successfully. Yep. Um, the main purpose for us doing it here in the future would be a draw to the museum right. and a draw to, of course, the facility. Yep. Uh, Cycles One Twenty Eight has uh, 40,000 square feet and 15 franchises all under one roof. Yeah. This place employs uh, 40 to 60 employees. We had New England's number one in premier motorcycle dealership, but we sell more than just motorcycles here at Cycle. Well, that, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, I've seen, when I walked around a little bit this morning, four-wheelers. Yeah. Um, I saw a jet boat outside. Yeah, uh, we have y Yamaha yeah. Wave Runners. We have Sea-Doo's yeah. and Ski-Doo for the snow. It's really a four-season dealership. We have ATVs and side-by-sides by, -sides by Can-Am, Yamaha, Honda, and the like. Um, an amazing four-season dealership. And one of our largest brands is Aaron Snowblowers. I know we're heading into snowblower season. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want yeah. to either, yeah. really. But it is a necessity in New England. And we are a Honda power equipment dealer for generators and, and Aaron Snowblowers as well. But upstairs here at the museum, uh, we found ourselves with an opportunity during COVID. You know, there's one yeah. of the uh, benefits that came out of COVID is that we had a Good year. People wanted a social distance. The things that we do here provide 
good, healthy social distancing. So people were coming in buying motorcycles and wave runners and skidoos and yep. sidoos. It, it was an amazing thing. So I had all this. I had empty space. I had all this collection all over the place. So we put it in one area. And it is, it came out beautiful, and it's just it, a, it a is, nice it, draw it, to the to the facility. It is, it really is, and that's kind of it's interesting you you say that about how people wanted to all of a sudden get out and ride or buy a jet ski or something. I was talking to Dave Smith, the guy who owns Factory Five, um, the the Cobra building company that builds all kinds of stuff now, and I said, Dave, how's your how's your business? How? And he goes. We had the best year we ever had. Yeah. He said people all of a sudden decided they were stuck at home and they needed to do something, so they started building they started building kit cars. Yeah. And I guess kind of the same thing with the motorcycles. In the car business, um, I went by a Honda dealership the other day. They had like three cars on their lot. How's your inventory? How's yeah, the inventory is a little bit tight. Yeah. My warehouse, that this warehouse supplies... Uh, we have uh, four other locations, so five locations total within the New England Power Sports family of uh, dealerships. So I used to be able to hold a couple of thousand uh, units and or yep. motorcycles. The warehouse is literally empty for motorcycles. We have a lot of snowmobiles and snow throwers, okay. uh, and even next year's wave runners and sea doos. Uh, but it's it's um, the inventory is rather low. Yep. Um, prices have become stable though. Yep. And uh, markups are very very reasonable. The internet has really leveled the playing field, so everyone gets very close to or at employee type pricing. Internet pricing is always the very best yep. pricing, and we've always had a proponent of having a low price guarantee. And uh, these days, the internet has just leveled the playing field. We've uh, become. I don't want to say last man standing, but we've been in the industry going on 53, 53 years. Wow. Uh, we hope to be in it another 53 years. We've, we've, uh, poised or positioned ourselves to, uh, really attract the best of the best. I don't want to turn this into an infomercial, yeah. but we literally have, uh, probably 50 employees that have been with us over 30 years. We that's have. That's amazing. That, that's the, just amazing. The, the best technicians, uh, of anywhere. We've attracted the best of the best, the technicians, the parts guys, the sales staff, the internet crew, the finance department, I can go on and on, the IT, the way we've had to develop our, our, our technology here. We've had the same IT person uh, in our company yeah. for over 30 years. It's just been an amazing uh, draw, and we're all passionate. Everyone, I'm not only the hair club uh, president, <laughs> but... I'm also a client, right? So yeah. we, we love what we do. And more than all of it, we love the people that we deal with, and we do love the business that we're in. This is yeah. not... I, I If there's a, a day or two that I don't ride, I'm in my 1959 uh, Vespa micro car, yeah. uh, which I love my little Vespa micro yeah. car. It's just a, uh, a little uh, something I've always wanted since yeah. 1977. Yeah. I became going year-round. In my garage, and uh, I've rode since I since I was uh, yeah. nine years old. Yeah. I've been riding. Yeah, phenomenal. We need to take another break. Remember, we're brought to you in part by AAA, the place that I work for. If you're looking for a job, go to AAA.com/careers. We will be right back. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9.
AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join. America's oldest fair is back, and it's better than ever. The Topsfield Fair, October 1st through the 11th. Check out the amazing lineup of concerts featuring Frankie Avalon, 38 Special, Bill Vassar, Tony Orlando, voice contestant Andrew Marshall, Colin Jamison of American Eye. Plus, enjoy mouth-watering food, exciting rides, the Demolition Derby, the Giant Pumpkin, and more. Don't miss the Topsfield Fair, October 1st through the 11th. Visit topsfieldfair.org for more details and the full concert schedule. SpaTech Institute is an industry leader in massage therapy and skincare education, and they are excited to announce their newest location in North Andover. You can become a massage therapist or esthetician in less than a year. Go to spatech.edu today to request information and schedule an appointment with someone from their team to learn more about massage therapy and skincare programs. SpaTech Institute is bringing a well-established reputation in the industry to this new location in North Andover. So go to spatech.edu today to learn more. Those things we most cherish are all put at risk through the improper disposal of mercury in everyday items. Fluorescent lamps, thermometers, thermostats all contain mercury. Mercury Recovery Program is designed to assist your community in the safe disposal of this heavy metal. For more information about where to dispose of these products, contact your local Board of Health, Department of Public Works, or visit our website at keepmercuryfromrising.org. Working together, we can keep our environment safe. Attention all contractors. The Massachusetts Mercury Management Act makes it illegal to improperly dispose of old thermostats in the trash. They contain mercury that can be harmful to human health and the environment. Building and HVAC contractors, plumbers, and electricians. Please properly dispose of all mercury thermostats. Contact your local health or public works department for information on where to safely dispose of thermostats in your community. Visit online. Keep mercury from rising. Org for details. Brought to you by Win Waste Innovations. Performance for the planet. Buying a used car can be frustrating. Where do you go? Who do you trust? And who has the best price? We understand your concerns and anxiety at Misho Mitsubishi and Danvers. We have used vehicles in stock, fully reconditioned with a warranty. We're a family-run dealership with 10 service bays. Dad, what does that mean? That means you can buy a used vehicle with confidence and we back it with a warranty. If you don't like the vehicle, bring it back within 30 days. We'll exchange it for another one of equal value. Everyone has their favorite breakfast spot. We want to be your favorite used car spot. We guarantee the best price, guarantee our vehicles are serviced, and we give you a warranty. We take care of our veterans, our local community, and we'll take care of you. My name's Kevin Michel. I guarantee it. We are your feel-good dealer. Michel Mitsubishi. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul. Welcome back. We are broadcasting live from Cycles 128, and we are broadcasting from the museum. And this is a phenomenal place. And Rob, where the the hour went by pretty quick, and you've only told us about a tenth of the stuff that's here. You have everything from, you know, oil can collections to, you know, you have a high wheeler over there. 
We do. And we actually have another one coming in the night of the grand opening from the 1880s. Very unique one coming in yeah. that evening. Have you ever tried to ride it? I have. I have actually wrote a couple of them. Yeah. I'm not great on it. It's been a little while, but yeah, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've mastered the art of yeah. riding a high uh, wheel. How about the unicycle? The unicycle, no. No. That one <laughs> we have in the back was recently donated. That's a very tall yeah. one. Yeah. I've tried to use a smaller one. Uh, but uh, that's on my bucket list, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, the more, again, the more I look around here, the more, you know, besides the vintage signs and the license plates and the European license plates you have, there is just so much stuff. And I love the way you did the shelves with the with the iron pipe and the brackets and yes, uh, just gives it gives it that kind of vintage, garagey kind of feel at the same time. Right. Um, you know, I think anybody that comes in here, you know, male, female, kids, anybody, I think, would just love looking around and seeing some of the stuff. And I guess a little bit of my age, when I look around, I'm like, some of the stuff doesn't look old to me. But that could be just my age. You know, some of the stuff is in good condition. Yep. Uh, everything in the museum, most of it, is pre-1969. There are a few pieces that might be from the 70s. Yep. Uh, but everything's pre-1969, including the vehicles. Uh, by the way. And so, yeah, it's an eclectic common man's collection. This is what we're uh, saying, and that's what it is. Uh, everything came in on its own accord. Uh, again, we did not go looking for a single one of these pieces. Every single thing came in the door. Yeah, and the the Honda that's over here, that's a... That's the newest acquisition. Yeah. That was on loan. Uh, one of our warehouse uh, assemblers uh, just picked that up out of a barn. Uh, it's a 1970, actually, that's one that's yep. a, like 70 or yep. 71, CV350, red and black. We left the barn dust and dirt on it. That one is sitting there covered in barn dust uh, on purpose. We and, didn't and, and touch that, that at And all. that was one of the everybody's first motorcycles. That was, yeah. The Honda made, well, they made a lot of yep. firsts for yep. people, yep. mini bikes and, and, and the little 50 that you see here with the step-through frame. But that was extremely popular in 1970. That's what launched... Honda's uh, three most fabulous years, 70, 71, yeah. and 72. And the one thing I don't see is a, a, a Honda Mini Trail. Well, we have two. <laughs> oh, we have one coming, okay. a, a yellow one that right. was uh, uh, finally put together that we found in a basket. Uh, and it took about two or three years to get it rolling. Yeah. And I have my own. Oh, okay. I, I have my 69 Honda Mini Trail in red, the one I got when when I was nine years old. Somehow that doesn't uh, surprise it's me. in my uh, man cave at home. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to probably bring it here at some point, but I have a, a yellow one I've been working on for two or three years, so we will have representation for a Honda Mini Trail, so yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, no, and, and again, we, we're just about out of time, but give us, uh, give us one more, um, the open house is on, is on so Thursday night. Official open house is Thursday, September 30th at 6 p.m., okay. so that, again, that's this Thursday, September 30th, from 6 to 9 p.m., and it's free and open to the public. Perfect. Hey, uh, it's about time for us to go, but we have our buddy Joe Piantadozzi joining us. Joe, good morning. Good morning, John Paul. How are you, sir? We are doing good. We're broadcasting live from the Cycles 128 Cafe Museum. You need to come up here, Joe. I heard. I heard. I've been listening to you all morning, and it sounds great. I'd love to come. And uh, Yeah. I'd love to have a cup of coffee there, too, even though, you know, it's only a European yeah. thing. I yeah. think I'd... Yeah. I'll go for so that. You, you could you could bring some cappuccino or espresso. Excellent. That sounds great All right. to me. Well, hey, so what's what's going on on Breaking Bread this morning? Uh, well, I have a local comedian, but he's on national stage, Dave Russo. Great guy, funny guy. All right. Good friend of mine. I've known him for years. 
And I have the president of the Massachusetts Restaurant Association Education Foundation, that's a mouthful, Karen Coleman, to talk about what the Ed Foundation is doing for uh, aspiring students in the soon to be in the hospitality industry. As you know, labor's an issue. We're trying to bring more people into uh, the restaurant business, restaurant world. And uh, the Ed Foundation has uh, come up with some ideas to try to uh, convince people to get on that path. So we'll be speaking to Karen. You always have great guests, and it's always it's always a pleasure listening to your program. And I kind of like the idea you're on Saturdays after me because it uh, yeah, I, I tend to I'd automatically listen, so it's uh, always great. Well, nice to ha- have you. Uh, like nice to follow you. And I, right. I, I want to have you on my show at some point too. We got to we got to make some plans for that. Uh, that will be something I'll have to do in person. All right, sounds great. Look forward to it. All right, thanks, Joe. Take care. All right. Yeah, coming up, coming up in just a, just about a minute is Joe Piantadozzi and Breaking Bread always has always has interesting guests and just a just a great guy and you know he he wanted to try to keep it a secret but last Monday was his birthday so if you if you join him today wish him a happy birthday hey we got to get going this has been fabulous Rob thanks for inviting us up Thank here you this so was, much for having this me. was fantastic and uh, um, you know this is just such a great place such Thank a great you. place. Been an honor and a privilege. All Thank right. you so much. Thanks, Rob. Hey, we got to get going. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and talk to you all next week. Bye bye.